popolitikin.com. Hey, Dave Daly here, the Monster Motivator. We are coming to you on the Popolitikin podcast, and we are bringing the energy, and we're going to show you how to knock out the fear in the first round, baby. Welcome back to the Poll Politicking Show. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube, Facebook, iTunes. I'm now politicking with my homie, the Monster Motivator, Dave Daly. How you doing, bro? What's up, big man? How are you? I'm great. And since you're a Monster Motivator, it's almost Halloween. Who's your favorite monster? Oh, man. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, it's a good question, man. I think, uh, I think Frankenstein was always my favorite. Yeah, I got to go with uh, Freddy Krueger. All right, there you go. There right. you go. And then we had you on the show earlier this year, but I still yeah. want you to just go to your background a little bit, let them know how you got into entrepreneurship and um, public speaking. Yeah, you know, I've been in uh, an entrepreneur my whole adult life and have built and sold three companies in three different industries, but uh, it certainly didn't start out that way. Um, as we say, it was a rough paper route. I was left back in the second grade, diagnosed with ADD. They told me I had a learning disorder, and uh, and I never even graduated high school. And at 19, I'm sitting in a jail cell looking at 8 to 10 if things don't go my way. So um, it was a rough paper route, man, in the beginning. But uh, I started. I got introduced to uh, personal development. I had some people come into my life that, that actually helped um, really form me and create a great environment and uh and then i just kind of ran with it and just uh and haven't looked back since and and that's why i uh i love personal development man i'm a student that's just sharing what i've been taught and uh and i know that it's made such a difference in my life and so many people's lives that uh um it's just i just love it and i love the uh platform speaking i just keynoted uh yesterday at down at a big event in um shelter island down in uh and uh San Diego, and it was uh, it was great, man. There was about eight speakers, and I was able to keynote at the end, and uh, it was just electric, man. All right, and then I know you have the Monster Motivator TV, so can you talk about your show and tell them where they can check it out? Yeah, so Monster Motivator TV is a live stream TV show on on through Facebook. We're mobile. We come to you, or or you can come up to my studio in Marietta, um, and we're actually ready to take it to another level in the next. Uh, two months we, we're probably going to take it off of Facebook and actually pre-record it and step up the whole production because now we're in the process of bringing on some um, uh, sponsors and ultimately uh, ultimately what it is is we want to highlight promote um, local businesses entrepreneurs nonprofits making a difference in the community so we can help get their 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 name out there or whatever Whatever they're doing, but in terms of getting behind that black curtain, so we can give a lot of value. All right. And then also, so I was listening to one of your shows, and I heard you you saying, like, when you was 19 years old, I heard you telling the story about you beat up some off-duty cops that you didn't know they was off-duty cops. Yeah, what happened was I'm from Jersey, and I was down to Jersey Shore with a few of my buddies, and uh, uh, we uh, were walking through this back alley uh, to go to a nightclub, and a car came down that alley, and long story short, it was a few guys in a car. We were walking. Uh, there were some words exchanged. They got out of the car, and then we had an altercation, and, and they got the worst of the end of it. And um, one of them happened to be a uh, – the driver actually happened to be a uh, off-duty cop in that town. And uh, and we were looking at some some major, major issues there, man. And like I said, I was sitting in there in the jail cell looking at – you know, eight to ten years. Uh, but the but the reason it did go our way is because they 
they were drinking, they were driving, they pursued us. I still did um, a little bit of um, time down in, in, in jail, but nothing like it could have been. And that really changed. That was an aha moment for me, man, because it, I, 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 you know, I got a taste of that and I didn't want to go back. So it helped me in other things in life that came up that I would have probably got caught up in. But I, I it, you know, it was that life lesson, man. You know, I didn't want to touch that stove again. Yeah, and I was saying that, but then the thing is, too, sometimes you have people where they have that one incident, but then they don't, they're in trouble. They, they go to jail, and that's it. First first accident, and that's it. So it's crazy how yeah. sometimes work, it works like that. Yeah, you know, it just it just worked out that way, and the, the whole circumstance really kind of worked out in our favor at the very end. But, uh, yeah, man, it was just a, it was a life lesson. And then there's also people that, that have that situation, got, you know, it fell their way, but they still didn't learn. Mm -hmm. So they still found themselves back in trouble, you know, back in those issues. And now I'm not saying, trust me, I'm not saying it was a clear sailing uh, road after that. It wasn't, but but it could have been much, much worse. Okay. And I know you have a new book, so I just want you to show us the book and talk about your book a little bit. Knockout yeah, fear in the first I don't know round. if we've got a glare, but it's, um, it's called Knockout Fear in the First Round. And uh, I go into my my story in more depth, um, who I am, where I came from, where I'm at today, where I see myself going. And then I just uh, I tie in. Uh, I believe that 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 the fear barrier is the ultimate bully in life. And so many people um, don't realize that and they don't know how to identify and break through those fears that they have. And um I'm going to teach people, you know, as you know, the only way to stop a bully, forget all the politically correct stuff, you got to step up, Put right? I'm going to teach you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you got to step up and, and get that respect, right? Uh -huh. So when you have that fear barrier come in and you go back into safety, that fear barrier is just going to get bigger and scarier, right? But um, and when you can identify that and break through that and knock that out, you start to grow inside. You start to create a stronger self-image, and then that that bully disappears. And it's, it's the same thing. And it, this is life. And that's why I believe, I believe that all the fear barriers—the fear of the, the unknown, the fear of the darkness, the fear of getting out of your comfort zone, the fear of um, uh, failure, the fear of what if, the fear of success—all those fears that we have all map to two major fears: the fear of change. And the fear of what other people think. And if I can help people identify and crush those two fears, I believe that that's the golden egg, man. That's the golden ticket to moving forward, growing and expanding in life. And one of the chapters, um, I think it's chapter four. No, it's uh, chapter three. I say uh, the title of this chapter, Fearless is Bullshit. And here's what I mean by that. We're conditioned to think, and I know you've heard it over the years, you got to be fearless, man. Poe, if you're not fearless, you're never going to win. And I used to buy into that. I used to think, why? well, why am I still feel, feeling fear, right? There must be something wrong with me. I'm in this darkness. Why am I feeling it? Because it's natural. See, fear is going to happen, right? The, what you want to tap into is your courageous part of you. See, courage comes from that three-letter word core. It comes from the inside. And courage is really moving forward through that darkness while you're fearful, right? Moving forward. So it's not about, there is no such thing as fearless. It's a myth. It's 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 a misconception. And I think it's misleading to so many people and it gets so frustrating because they, they're wondering why they're, they're, they're fearing, 
feel and fear. And in the other chapter I talk about is the dynamic duo. It's Listen, whatever you're going for, if it doesn't scare you and excite you at the same time, it's not big enough. Mm. That's We need that, right, as juices, but we have to learn how to manage it. And I always say, Poe, it's the, the fears, they're either going to be your propeller or your anchor. That's up to you. And I was going to say, how much of it do you think is uh, fear of the unknown? Because I think a lot of times we're, we're afraid because we don't know. So if you, like, research whatever you're afraid of, that'll kind of get the fear go away. You know, and, and that's a good point. I'd like to go a little deeper on that. And I think that maps right to the fear of change, right? Because change is the unknown, right? right? And one thing, I, a point I want to really put across and set the stage for this so when we go deeper is, first of all, People have to understand this, first and foremost. I don't make the rules. You don't make the rules. They don't make the rules. Life makes the rules. Life says evolution, change is going to happen whether you like it, whether you agree with it, or whether you're ready. Life says that train is leaving with or without you, and it might even run you over if you don't, if you don't get on that train, right? And if we're talking about business... And if someone's not sure how powerful that point is, if we're going to relate this to business, if you're not sure how powerful change is, and it could be your best friend or your worst enemy, just ask Blockbuster Video. Just ask Kodak Film. Just ask Borders Books. It doesn't matter how big you are. It doesn't matter how long you've been around. If you're not on the cutting edge, if you're not willing to change and move forward, learn and grow, you're going to be left behind. And then the thing about all those companies, I'm pretty sure they had employees telling them, like, hey, do you see this? You should look at this. No, you, like, you want to know something? This is this is true. Uh -huh. uh, Blockbuster Video had two major meetings. They were going to buy um, Netflix, right? right? They were actually going to buy Netflix. But two major meetings at two different times, they're... Um, Executives came back with all their files and all their reports and all their all their all, everything, right? And said, "No, it's not going to go this way. It's not worth buying them. Let's just do what we're doing and stay where we're at." <laughs> and you see what I mean? But but you're going against nature, right? You're you're going against nature. Nature is evolution, man. Nature is growing. And I also, you know, lost on a, on a, on another note. Um. I also believe, Poe, on a personal note, that I think there's a lot, you know, we hear this all the time, there's a lot of people that say they have depression, uh, they don't they don't feel good, they're, they're, um, they can't get out of their own way, and I think one of the reasons that is, is for a large percentage, and I know that there's other circumstances where there's uh, um, chemical imbalances, but for the most part, a very large portion of that depression is because they're not willing to grow and get out of their comfort zone, they go back into safety because we're humans and we're built to grow and evolve. Now what happens when you go back into that safety, you're looking for outlets, and most of those outlets are toxic, gambling, um, drugs, alcohol, sex, whatever that is, because we're looking for an outlet. Mm -hmm. We're looking to grow, move forward, but because we're in that safety, now, we're, now what happens a lot of times, it's a toxic outlet. Thankfully, me and you have the gym. That's a good outlet. I was going to say, but uh, how much of that do you think, like you was talking about those types of people, is law of attraction? Because I feel like if you're saying, oh, I can't do this, I can't do this, like, yeah, you can't do it. Like, you, you're th that's what you think about all day, so you're bringing that into your life. 
Oh, 100% because as we know, everything's energy, mm -hmm. right? We, and, and quantum physics tells us that. This isn't the pink clouds, the unicorns, and the Easter bunny. Right. You, uh, quantum physics backs us on that. And guess what? That's, it's interesting. I love that you went there. Let me see what, oh, chapter, uh, and we call them rounds. Uh, round number seven because it's knockout fear in the first round. Round number seven is called the game changer. And I believe this is the most underutilized, misunderstood step in life. And it's your inner coach. What are you telling yourself on a daily basis, right? And most people, if they don't understand this, they look back, they audit their day. A big percentage of their day, the majority of their day is going to be depleting, weakening, moving you back. I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. I didn't graduate uh, college. I don't have a degree. They don't want to talk. It's that negative self-talk, right, that creates that momentum and that conditioning. And like you said, what else can you attract except what you're bringing in? So who would you say your who is your book who is your book for like who did you write it for? Uh, really, anybody that um and wants to learn how to uh, move, grow, and expand and get out of their um their comfort zone and understand why that is, and more importantly, understand how to identify first identify because you can't fix it if you don't know, and. Uh, a real practical steps on how to identify and crush through those dreaded fear barriers. Personal, professional, uh, whatever that is, it, it all connects because this is life. And everything that I share, everything that I teach, I'm a, I'm a student just sharing what I've been, been taught. And, um, and everything comes from real life practical um, uh, uh, steps that I've used. So nothing in here for me is theory. And then talk, how long did it take you to write the book and what's your process when you're writing a book? Okay, so here's here's the other thing. I always, um, we're talking about business and I always tell people, I always um, look into a business and the mindset is I, I want to identify my strengths and I want to enhance my weaknesses so I can double down, triple down, quadruple down on my strengths. Now, um, how this book was written is there was a lady that was on my uh, my Monster Motivator TV show a few months ago, and uh, she flew in from Arizona. So we did her show in Encinitas, and during the show, I, I found out that she um, uh, had a publishing company, her own publishing company. And after she's telling her story, well, about two months before that show, it was a Saturday night, I'm in my office and I'm working. And I said, you know, I want to write a book. And so I wrote down all the chapters for the, uh, the titles of each chapter, right? Um, the table of contents. And then I just tabled it. I just put it away, right? I have it up on my, on my desk here, and it's, it's sitting up. And I still have the original one that I wrote out right here. And two months later, we do the show. I find out that she's a publisher. We get done the show. We connect it unbelievable. We get done the show. I get in my truck to leave, and I'm like, man, I go, let me, I text her. I said, Kelly, I said, I, I want to write a book. I would love to write it. She, and then she texted me right back. She goes, uh, or, or I said, when you get back to Arizona and get settled, I'd like to talk to you about writing a book. She texted me back. She goes, oh, my God, I would love to write a book with you. I said, great. So she got back to Arizona. We, we had a meeting. I said, but here's the deal. I said, I'd rather have Root Canal done than write. I don't want to sit. I'm not going to sit here and write a book. I, she goes, okay, but where's the book? I said, the book is up here. She goes, okay. I said, she goes, how about if you audio it, hmm. email them to me, 
and I can and I'll write it out. And I said, that's perfect. I said, but here's the only two stipulations. She goes, what? I said, number one, I'm a momentum guy. When I get going, let's knock this out. If you can't knock this out quick in your schedule, let's stop. Let's not do it until you know you can. She goes, no, 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 no. Let's go. I said, okay. And then I said, secondly, it has to be in my flavor. So uh, I would I recorded um, chapter after chapter and sent it to her, right? We had this book done, complete, out of the press, graphics in a month and a half, hmm. right? Now, uh, the first edition, uh, before it was actually done, we sent out, um, and she sent out to a bunch of her people. And the response, I said, what was the response? She goes, they all said, oh, my God, it's so Jersey, it's so East Coast. I said, all right, you nailed it. You know, she got my flavor. So we, you know, in a month and a half, it was done. She she um, captured my flavor. And all I did, Poe, was record chapter after chapter on Audacity and emailed it to her. Hmm. And then that was it. And and people, you know, if people say, well, I can't write, I can't, you got to you got to figure out your strengths and enhance your weaknesses in life. That's how you move forward. That's how you do it. You have to tap into your reserves. You have to tap into your resources. And again, like you were saying, instead of saying I can't, figure out why you can. And I would say, so far as like, because most people, you know, they want to put out a book, but they have to understand it's more than just putting out a book. Like you said, it's the business behind it, like marketing, promotion. So mm -hmm. how, give us some tips about that. You know, it's, it's uh, well... Social media, right? We have an opportunity to create our own brand. We have an opportunity to create our own media platform. And, and as you know, that's what that's my goal. That's where I'm at right now. Um, so you want to connect with the right people and, and you got to just hustle, man. You got to get out there. You got to put, if whatever your niche is, it has to really be you because you got to constantly put content out. And if it's something that you can not connect with, you're never going to be able to put the amount of content out to get your name out there and to build that brand. And I'll give you another example. You know, um, like Gary Vee says, it's all about the hustle, right? Do you have it or don't you? I'm literally in Arizona last week going from one end of the state to the other. Five days I booked... Um, my, she booked me on TV shows out there to pr promote the uh, the book, and I did, I think I did four or five Monster Motivator shows out there as well. I, I made sure I booked them before I went out there. We just hustled like crazy. I went up and down that state like a, uh, uh, it, was, it was crazy. It was a lot of fun, but it was, um, it, you know, so that's what you have to do. You have to hustle. You got to build that brand. But if it's something that you don't have a passion for, Find out, find out another thing that you have a passion for, because as you know, you got to put out content. You got to give, give, and give. So, what advice would you give to people trying to get in, like the speaking part, like professional speaking, public speaking? Again, it's a grind, man. You gotta, you gotta be willing to do the free gigs. You gotta be willing to, um, under, you, you gotta be willing to really hone in on your uh, craft. And one of the biggest things that I could say is we're living in a world now because of social media that everyone is so, is starving for real, right? They just want the real. All the, especially in my niche, back in the day, everything was so canned. Everything was so um, structured. Even even the speaking, the big names that we know 
in my niche, in your niche, in the personal development, they were so, they're so canned in their speaking, they will actually know when they're going to lean on a podium, when they're going to cross their arm. They, that's how, that's, right? Yeah. That's, but we're living in a time now because of guys like Gary V that said, no, 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 no. We're just going to be real. And yesterday was such a great um, experience because I did the keynote and that was the biggest response from people on social media and in person. They're like, man, you just so real. And and for me, that's just works the best for me. So I can here's the here's the best thing about the public speaking. Just keep it real. Know who you are, know your content and keep it real. Because you know, you you, you see you see me. Every time I do a um, a keynote, I did a keynote in, in uh, La Jolla a few w- weeks ago and I said to my assistant, it was the first time she was there at, at live with me and we were uh, live streaming it and I said Cindy now this was La Jolla very corporate very very stuffy right I come walking in and they're like looking at me like who is this guy right where did he come from Mars <laughs> and I said watch their faces change and their body structure change halfway through this talk and in the beginning I mean they didn't know they, they were just like trying to figure this out, very reserved, very tight. Halfway through, they just started to relax. You could see smiles. That was They were laughing at certain points of it. And then at the end, there was a line of people wanting to come up to introduce themselves. And she goes, oh, my God. She goes, it was 180 from the time we walked in to the time we left. Um, and my point is, be you, understand who you are, embrace it, and just run with it, man, and keep it real. And then, what are some things you do to improve your craft, like to get better at your craft? You know, just doing it, just doing it. It's 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 getting out there. Like, um, you want you, and people are like, well, how do I get gigs? You go to uh, Kiwanis Club, Rotary Clubs. They're always looking for speakers. You know, it's going to be free, but that's how you that's how you do it. It's like a comedian, right? They just keep twisting and tweaking, but they got to get out there. They got to get on that stage. There's nothing like being out on that platform. You have to go and do it. And then um, I always say, and I was taught this way, create the foundation, create the, the map, right? So you're not all over the place, but just know your content so you can feel free like Gary V, right, is knowing your content and just going with it. And one, and I one of the things I completely connect with with Gary is I would much rather if I could, I'm not there yet. I would much rather tell my story for 10 minutes and then get into Q&A right from Jump Street, man, because Q&A for me is that connection. So if you're asking me a question, now I know it really means something to you, and let's really dive into it, right? And there's a lot of speakers, I believe, because they just don't know their content, they'd rather not do Q&A because they're afraid of what is that question or am I going to look dumb? And for me, man, let's go. Let's roll with it, man. Nothing's off the table. And uh, and I'll tell you, if I don't know, I don't know. And I also I also set the foundation this way. Whatever I share with you, right? Take what works, throw out the rest. Hmm. I would say so. You said you said Gary V's name like five or six times. So I guess you're a big fan of Gary V. Well, you know what, dude? He's he's uh, he's changed he's changed the game for us, man. He's 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 running in that forefront because 
This kid, you know, has built a $100 million business. Before that, he's built a $60 million business. And he'll walk on stage in front of a huge audience with, a, with you know, a hoodie, uh, sneakers, and, uh, and jeans, roll up his sleeves and just blow their doors away. And before that, honestly, you just, you, the old school thinking was you had to be suit, tie, and look like you're successful or else you're not going to be successful. And that's, again, that's a misconception, man. It's just not real. Yeah, I want to say that's the thing, too. I know, like, like someone that's, like, my age, like, I know, like, or younger, they might feel like, well, I can't do this yet because they might feel like they haven't did enough in life yet. Or do you say just go for it? Well, it depends, right? It depends on, on what you want to do. Look, as you know, if you're a 22-year-old kid and you're going to be a life coach, how well <laughs> is that going to work out, right? Yeah. Right? Cause, cause you really, but, but if you're a 22 year old kid and you could share your actual experiences up to that point and they, they're, they're, they're unique, then run with it. But it has to, in other words, it has to be real, right? It has to be, um, coming from real wisdom or, or, or connection. Like what is your, um, you know, what is your passion? What is your strength? You know, what is it? And, and just run with it. Um, when it comes to, uh, building your brand, I mean, you know, one of the, like Rob Deerdick, right? He, I don't know if you know him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, you know, from day one, 11 years old, the kid knew he was, uh, loved skating, became a pro skater, got, um, sponsored and then just built, got a, a, a reality show and then just built his brand from there. Cause that's who he was. That was his passion. And now, you know, obviously he's just huge huge success so figure out where where is your um what's your passion what do you want to do and then just run with it especially at the time we're in man we, we can build our see the thing about the social media is when you if you're willing to pay the price if you're willing to pay the dues if you're willing to earn it and just go out there and build this after a little while all the leverage starts to come back to you now they're coming to you instead of you going to them. The game has changed, man, in 10 years. It's changed. Before this, if we wanted a celebrity brand, me and you would have to knock on the doors in Hollywood, right, and 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 play their game. But Gary shows us, no, 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 no. You build this. If you're willing, if you're willing to pay the price, now they play your game. Yeah. He said. He said numerous times, He's turned down uh, uh, reality show uh, deals because it just it didn't fit for what he wanted, right? He's turned down deals. They're coming to him, right? They're because he built that brand, and I use him because I do follow him, and most people, you know, do know him. Um, and he went started from nothing. Yeah. Started from nothing, right? So the time we're living in is. Um, I was on a podcast the other day, and a lady called in, and she said. It was a live podcast. She called in. She said, you know, I, I can't. You're talking about um, being around the right people and surrounding yourself with the right people and, and, and environment is so important. I said, yeah, it is. She said, I can't do that. I go, uh, what do you mean you can't? She goes, well, my environment is, is very uh, um, negative and this and that. She goes, I can't find the right people. I said, well, I, I say you're wrong. You she goes, what? Right. I, I, I said, you're wrong. She goes, what? I said, well, you're on a podcast right now with a few people that will that will help you, right? Yeah. That 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 are like minded. And I said, you're on social media. Obviously, you have 
thousands, millions of people at your disposal 24 hours a day, seven days a week for free. Mm -hmm. And she goes, I never thought of it. Well, yeah, I mean, now you create your own environment. It's, it's, it's really, the time we're living in, dude, is just absolutely phenomenal, man. It's phenomenal. So what would you like to say to all your fans and supporters of your brand? You know, my my whole thing really maps to to uh, to one thing, and it's um, it's time. Time is our biggest biggest commodity, um, but so many people, and we have a decision: we can either waste it or we can invest it. And so many people, uh, whether they realize it or not, are wasting it. And this is our one at bat. This is our only ride. So, and we don't know. How long this ride is my ride could be over today or it could be over 60 years from now i don't know but all i one thing i would say to people is and I, and I hear this all the time you're the monster motivator you're the fear barrier guy what are you afraid of and i say there's not even a second place i'm completely and utterly terrified of regret i ain't leaving with anything on the table and if i could if i could pass one message along is man you're going to die. So, man, just live. Live and figure it out and don't leave anything on the table.